0: Benfica Podcast is one of the founding members of Benfica Independent. Benfica Independent is an independent platform made by fans for fans. And in it, you can find our podcast along with many other podcasts, along with articles of opinion, video segments, and much, much more. We're also on Patreon at patreon.com backslash Benfica Independent with exclusive contents for our Patreons.
1: Hasta que no estás aquí dentro, no sabes la grandeza de, de este equipo. Sí, es un club que tiene una grandeza que no se comprende si no estás aquí dentro.
0: Son de una
2: magia única, benfiquista. Só nos sentimos así. Por muchos desgostos que possamos tener, valores más altos se levantan o valor mais alto que se levanta em termos futebolísticos chama-se Benfica
0: Quero bem fica intimidar o adversário Quero um manto sagrado entrar com vocês em qualquer estado e estamos, para. pá, é isso que eu quero Everybody, welcome to another edition of the Talking to the Doll Befika Podcast. My name is Alfredo Fumases as always, coming to you every week with the latest and greatest in Befika land. And 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 today, quite a busy day. Quite a busy day. With me, a man that hasn't hasn't caught any shut eye during this whole month of January. He is the Fontanario, <laughs> primary <laughs> Fontanario, That's the big, guy that at 11 a.m. this morning was saying "Ciao, Enzo," and he was so sure of himself that I said. I'm going to save this tweet, and if you're wrong, you're going to get beat up later in the program. What's going on, Alfredo? Same old, same old. Bittersweet day today. Bittersweet? No, I, I think it's the all sweet, sweet. The sweet part is that I'm here with you
3: once again, with, with our there's, tremendous- there's more than sweet. With grande David from up north, talking to the Mifiquistas about another fantastic three points today. So yeah, I mean, yeah, there's there's a little bit of bitterness. Points there's a little bit since bitterness. last time we were here. Oh snap! We still got to talk about that one game. That's yeah, right, I forgot. That's right. <laughs> Dave, how you been, Dave?
1: I've been good. Been busy, but uh, almost couldn't uh, make it on tonight's pod. I had uh, texted Alfredo earlier in the day saying oh, I won't be able to make it, yeah. but uh, it, later it, it just, uh, it later just... on this evening, I said I need a therapy session, so hopped on with I, the boys. I and, don't know uh, what's it's
0: there a- to therapy.
1: What's, I I just uh I need I need to be amongst the people and see how people are feeling about this this Enzo saga coming to uh, to an end so uh, yeah I'm gonna treat it as a as a therapy uh, session and just let it all yeah. uh, let it all out tonight
3: I'll tell you you know who's also ready to speak tonight and ready for a therapy session our magnificent our beautiful freddies in our chat I want to say what's up to the yoga race and the soza shikmar sli oh that's me uh M, alfred Fumasas, everybody in the chat all the freddies are welcome please let us know what you think voice yourselves we're going to post a link in the chat Very soon, right? A little later. A little later. later, We'll post a link in the chat to give you guys an opportunity to click on it, and you can come on the show live and obviously voice your opinion on the podcast. I know some of you are frustrated, some of you are excited, and hopefully... Some of you are smart and understand what really has gone on behind the scenes, but well, I'm pretty sure we'll get into that as as the podcast yeah, goes along.
0: It's going to be a Zoom uh, a Zoom uh, link, much I'll like Zoom the, this out because this is going to scare people. Just just look uh, just like uh, you'd you'd see it in pendant uh, forums and stuff like that. Uh, I'll 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 give some I'll give people a heads up, uh, but you can only join with audio, or else you're going to screw up uh, Dave here on the corner. Uh, but here we are, uh, episode 472. Here we are, last day of the transfer window. And I, I swear to God, these past couple of days have been really, really, really painful. I wish they, would, they, would, they were done. Uh, but uh, that's the transfer window is not the only thing that we're going to be talking about. We're going to be recapping the Paso Freire game. We're going to be re- recapping the Aroca game, which happened today, uh, looking at the transfer window, as I mentioned. And we got Cazapia that comes up this weekend. And also, we look ahead to uh, what February has in store for Mefica in terms of fixtures Portuguese Cup, UCL, league games, all busy, busy February game, uh, February um, February month with, uh, with about uh, five games. Five games for the shortest month of the year. So, Mefica will be busy. Good thing that we already moved one of the games that we were supposed to play in February. So it was a good play by Benfica. But here we are. Uh, let's get right into this. Um, let's get it right into Passo Ferreira. Benfica travel up to the Capital do Móvel. Cristiano, did you know that they have an Ikea in Passo Ferreira? No, but I do know that they
3: make mobiles. They make mobiles? Moves. 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 Moves, I, Moves or mobiles. Moves. Whatever. I got lost there one time. You got lost? In, in Passo Ferreira. And, and I, it's no joke. Every single warehouse was. was Oh, Capital, mall. capital mall. They all make the best moment. Was
0: it like a furniture It was, was, it was a furniture. Place. It
3: was a furniture place. All over. Nice. And then then I went back a few years later to buy some furniture. Because they give you like their real wood. Yeah. The real wood. The good stuff. The real, the N- not that IKEA stuff. stuff. That's like the the mix of, of the crumbs, and they mix it up together yeah. with a little bit of glue and then they like, act like it's like wood.
0: Composite.
3: Yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. But Pasferreira was a nice little town.
0: Yeah.
3: What's what's the name of the comp? Material. Material. That's a phenomenal name.
0: That's awesome. More man. phenomenal is their uh their their mascot. They got a mascot. O castor. The the beaver. Oh. we we had this conversation last year. Did week. we? I don't remember. Yeah. The castor. We had this conversation the Castor last. sounds like the cast Is that that's is that oh, what? No. Castor, that's how you call it? That's that's how what beaver is in Portuguese. Castor. A beaver. Oh yeah, the beaver. The beaver. Yeah, we the didn't beaver know with the backwards hat? Oh they no. Yeah.
3: I'm, I'm lost. But, but I do like recall... like really nice social media campaigns with the beaver. I do recall Dave saying that um there's a ton of beavers up north. But I forgot all about... I mean, look, to be brutally honest with you, man... To be brutally honest. We really, beavers everywhere. You just don't see them. I just never saw them in Portugal. Yeah. I never saw them in Portugal. But to be brutally honest with you, though, man, like, these last 24 hours... It's just succumbed so much of my time in our times and our attention that we've completely forgot every th- about. It. I mean, I I I forgot about, the, about the game. What was the what was the score? I forgot about that. I watched it. I think Do I nothing. watched it.
0: Do nothing. Do nothing. It's on the I screen. I watched it. Where's the screen? Oh, this screen. Bas, Ferreira zero Benfica two. Uh, oh yeah yeah your, your yeah. Lineup. What's his name? Scored. Flaco Dimos was in goal. Ba Silva, Otamendi, Grimaldo, oh, Tino, and Enzo. João, Mario, Arshnis, Gedge and Ramos. it was the first game for Gedge. No. Yes. No. We're first starting. game. forgets
3: was Marítimo. Starting. Oh, starting. He scored against Marítimo. Then he started the. Le- yeah. No, okay. There, uh, Santa Clara. Santa Clara. Close. Right. It's an island. First game. For <laughs> Watch, out. Watch I know, out. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. We get beat up. Touchy <laughs> subject. <laughs> Wait. Am I lying? Though. Is it not an island? It is an island. Is Madeira it's an president. island? Po- multiple islands. Okay. Madeira is an island. Azores is an. Island. I was
0: uh, Dave. <laughs> well, Why are you instigating, Dave? <laughs> well, I'm, do you know how many uh, islands the Surt is made of? If it's like the Gafania, it's nine of them.
1: I think you're right. <laughs> I'm a nine machine. Island, right, it, I, it's either nine or seven, I oh, want you, you,
3: you guys are from there. You don't know. How you expect me to know?
0: This is an insult to all the Azurians. Azor, no, no, us. no.
3: No, bro. There's just São Miguel. That's all I need to know.
0: There's there's several. several. No,
3: Son Miguel is the king.
0: São oh, Miguel. Just, all the other ones are going to get the king. Miguel, friend. Piku. There's a bunch of them. Where's do Peixe from? Rabbeish is, that's a, is over there. Imagine, imagine. But that's that's just the neighborhood. But it, like, no, but Hob there's Pish. a club, Rob Rabbeish. Yeah, the football club. Like a neighbor. Basically like promoted first club today <laughs> in the Europa League <laughs> competition. Fishtail. Yeah, Cindy <laughs> says nine. So Cindy's Cindy's on point. So I was right. No, that's not right. Cindy. Cindy, with all little respect. Who's on point for – who was – he said nine. You But said, who was – I
3: said nine, like Gafanyas. Like Kefanias. I. Y'all was put on the hot seat, and I delivered once He's again.
0: Delivered once again. Once again, um, Yeah, anyway, Befica got started really early, seven minutes in, one nothing by Grimaldo, that that wonderful free kick. Specialist, yes or no? We got Terceira in the house, some Miguel and we, get, we. Bro, we're going to turn this
3: one day from a – figure podcast into one... What do you call it? The geography podcast. Because you did not perceive
0: nada. <laughs> <laughs> Don't is right. <laughs> well, perceive nothing. going to imagine the geography. What was the question? What was the question? Grimaldo scored on a free kick. Can we consider him a oh, specialist at this point? I mean, look. You recall the conversation. He got some criticism on this podcast. Oh, plenty. And at some point, you felt <laughs> that he hadn't achieved specialist status yet. No, I mean, I, mean, I remember the guy scored that we remember like one or two...
3: And they were calling him un specialista. Well, like, as he reached... Now, he, he, I think he's got nine. So now he's... Hey, at least, look, how about this? The 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 current 22-23 season, my man's got his punteria sharpened up. He's... he's Yo, I'm talking... He is a specialista. Every time he goes up
0: to take a free kick, man, you got to pay attention. I just think that that punteria thing has something to do with Seferovic not being there, rubbing off that <laughs> Miss punteria on everyone. Hey man, don't talk about
3: Sferovic. He's, he's off to Celta de Vigo in Spain today. He's a world traveler. Wish him wish him best of luck. But Grimaldo, man, for sure. I I think free kick specialist. I think I've criticized his overall play over the years. In this season, he's been he's been nothing short of spectacular. From his free kicks to even his defending has been improved. It's amazing what motivation to get a bumper contract, a mega signing bonus somewhere else gets you to do. And Grimaldo, credit to him. Uh, and credit to to the staff, I guess, for believing in them to keep taking these free
0: kicks. <laughs> so
1: yeah, look, so he, I, he's as good as gone, right? Because he's not. I he, think so. He's not resigning with us. I,
0: look, I think he, he gave us eight years. I, I think even if, if Benfica comes close to what he feels he should be paid, I think at this point he wants to he wants to go try out different competition. I, I don't blame him. Eight years spending eight years in the club it's it's significant and we we hope that young players that come to us spend that much time at the club and if you recall when, uh, when Grimaldo joined us he was a, a young kid coming from uh, from La Masia, uh, La Masia mm-hmm. Barcelona and he joined us half halfway through the year mm-hmm. uh, didn't play that played a little bit towards the end of the season. Uh, but didn't really become a starter until the following year. And he's had up and down uh years, but this year has been yeah it's been lights out. He's Re- been everything that we, we, we thought we were getting eight years ago. Free kicks, assists. I mean he was always up up there on the assist alley, but yeah. Um four minutes later, two nothing by João Mario and and I think this is becoming a trend here, Chris. Benfica he starts strong. Mm-hmm it's ooh, 15, minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah, them first They minutes. start strong, score a couple goals, and then they manage the game. And years and in years past, this probably wasn't a good recipe. But the fact that Benfica could hold the ball, that can combine, they could keep possession, they could keep the clock on their on their on their uh, own pace. I think it's 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 been great. Uh, in today's game, we saw the same thing. Very fast start by Benfica, getting on a scoreboard. But yeah. Um, but but is
3: it a concerning trend though? I mean, as much as we want to see Benfica start off the game and put it away and and kind of you know get that breather in right and not have to suffer for the rest of the game, but it's back to back games that Benfica has a pretty good first half, and then the second half it's it's as if they've fallen asleep and it's a totally different game in the second half. So yeah, credit to them for doing what they have to do and putting the game away, uh, at least in terms of the scoreboard, right? But the games haven't necessarily uh, been been out of reach for the opposition. Benfica's not closed the door and shut down the opponents in terms of chances to make things interesting in the second half. So, I mean, it's it's a trend. Dave, have you but noticed that's, the same? That's
1: saying? fine. That's fine. Against these Monkos here, that's that's not a problem. It, it's not going to come to bite us. And, yes, and at least this Benfica team that we're seeing this season is different from Benfica teams of years past where... It has come to bite us in the half where we have one great half and then the second half we completely fall apart and we try to put in cruise control and we end up either conceding or getting a draw out of the match. But this this team under Roger Schmidt, I think that's his plan to get the goals in early so that they have the ability to manage the game, rest some of their players, get some, um, some run in for the guys off the bench. So against these Monkush, I'm not concerned about it. I know you guys had predicted some... Four ones or five nothing score lines uh, against Pastrús, but I said it was going to be nobody's asking about that, uh, Dave. No, but I'm I'm <laughs> putting it out there. But I said two nothing because the I'm way joking, I, the way I've seen this Benfica uh, team manage the games now, they're not looking to score three, four, five, six goals anymore. They want to put the game away early and then just manage it and put it in cruise control. Which I'm fine with as long as we get the three points against these smaller clubs. That's all that matters at the end of the day.
0: Yeah no I you know I I agree I I just think the difference is that we managed the game a lot better than in years past which is something that we always struggled and we found ourselves against the ropes of uh, of desta uh, vida against the ropes at with 15 minutes to go and did you you really didn't need to go through that but there was the suffering that we went through but now I much didn't have be, to go through a Much better. No, the, the suffering that we usually – that in years past that we have, like in the 15 minutes we're defending for our lives. Black is laying on the ground trying to kill time. No, and a lot of other minutes.
3: times we, we, we control the possession of the game. We're creating opportunities. We're not making the best of it. And then because we're not putting the game away, we leave some breathing space for, for the opposition. And they score, and before you know it, you know we're defending for our lives. I mean, it happened – Beginning of the season this year, if you recall, the first game against Paso Ferreira, right? Interestingly enough, it was similar to this game at the start of the lose. Benfica jumped out to a 3-1 lead, I believe. And then in late second half, Paso scores another one. It's 3-2, and Benfica hung on for dear life um, to get the three points, if you guys recall. So it's a trend that we've seen more often than we would like to see at Benfica. Uh, throughout this season and hopefully roger schmidt clears it up i know we'll get into today's game but today's game was a little bit more uh relaxed than than, than these previous two games as we mentioned santa clara and pasta ferreira so hopefully it's something that they clean up but i mean i think it's something that needs to be brought up because it's it's concerning as dave mentioned against these monkeys you get away with it but as the competition gets stiffer I mean, you, you don't want to go through those moments because obviously, as the competition gets better, these teams can make you pay. And then before we know, we're struggling and, and we're really fighting to get the three points.
0: Yeah, let's uh, aside from the six, the the three points that we got in this game. I was saying six. Uh, one thing that that's concerning a lot of Benfica's is Ramos uh, pulling out in the 58th minute. Uh, what, what it looked like an apparent muscle injury, uh, obviously you didn't figure out in this in this uh, in this in today's game. So he's he's hurt. Uh, I don't know. Have you heard about in terms of how much time he's going to be out? For? I I, did, I heard he might be available for the
3: next game. It was more for precautionary reasons. It's not really a tear. It's more of a little pull and they just want to manage it. You know, if they don't have to risk it, um, why, why do it? So hopefully we'll see him again. If not, in the next game, look, we have very important games coming up—Champions League games and every and everything else. So I think it's it's imperative that we have them healthy uh, for those uh, key matches down the road. But again, as Dave said, we're playing a bunch of monkeys right now, and with all these new acquisitions and you know, uh, Geds is a guy as we talked about when he initially uh, arrived a week and a half ago, whatever it was that. He, you know, he fit dual roles. He could play on the wing. He could play up top when, when Ramos was out, and we saw that today. So, I mean, Benfica do have options, but it's still a concern because Ramos, man, is a legit nine, and he stretches the field, and he's a guy that could play in the box. He's tremendous at applying pressure. He, he's a player that on this Benfica team fits like a glove. So it's very important to get the guy back healthy as soon as possible.
0: Yeah. So uh, an, important, uh, an important result for Benfica, especially because this is a match that was part of the 20th round, a round in which uh, I believe that uh, Sporting plays Braga or, or Porto plays Braga or, P- or Porto plays Sporting, something like that. Uh, I know that uh, direct opponents play each other, so it was crucial for Benfica to get uh, those three points, uh, especially when you play up north in, in, in the winter, heavy fields. Sometimes you got to deal with the weather elements, so it, it, it was a good uh, three points for Benfica. Dave, you got any stats, or I I know you kind of you joined us uh, a little uh, spur of the moment thing. I don't know if you have any any notes yeah, right I now. Yeah, I
1: got I got some stats. So oh, we were talking okay. about Grimaldo and his uh, free kicks, his fourth of the fourth uh, free kick goal of the season, ninth overall in his Benfica career, um, second most from a uh, Benfica player in uh, Benfica's history scored in one season so uh Van Hoydonk scored uh 6 in a season in 2000 2001 and Simão and Grimaldo have both scored uh four each so two free kicks uh, Grimaldo there you go we used to joke about it but i guess you can put that on his uh football manager profile free yeah. kick spe- specialist
0: i don't know how many how many of you guys uh remember Simão uh, certainly, Chris and I watched them play, but
1: he was sold to, to
0: Liverpool in 2005. He was on the airplane, and Luis Ribera f-, f things up and couldn't find come,
3: come ugh, couldn't get to an agreement with Liverpool. So it just I think it's it's fitting, considering um, what
0: happened today. So yeah, but <laughs> Simão
3: Sabrosa, if you don't know Sabrosa, remember
0: that guy who used to do the play-by-play. The, yeah. play? well, the the, the uh, thing, oh, the so. biggest thing with Simão is that whenever he plays the ball, and you saw more or less the, where he was, you almost said. This could be a goal right here. It's he was so good in free kicks, and and I think that now when you see uh, Grimaldo put the ball on the spot, and you see that the distance is there, um, that you're like, this could be a goal. It's it's wonderful. It's wonderful to have a guy that uh, has Hoyendorch, that ability. Van
3: Huydeijk for a while was phenomenal. Um, Simone was phenomenal. Uh, Gaitan wasn't bad. Remember, he scored that Panenka from the free kick. They, we've been figures, you know. We've been fortunate to see some. Cardozo, guy. man. Cardozo for Cardozo. I think has the most goals ever free kick, at least in terms of since they started holding those type. Paying attention to those types of stats. Yeah, I think I've read some. It was one of the chats, the guys, the fellows from Benfica FM, yeah. and what everybody they were talking about. It. So yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Hey, look, Grealimo, keep it on, babe. As long as you're here. Play your little heart out. Give us the very best that you can give us. And at the end of the season, give me the one and, and see on your merry way. Benfica now is going to have plenty of money to, to play a left back. Unfortunately, they let go of my Vizinho, who scored a banger today. And what was <laughs> Stuka? Stukart. My Vizinho is gone. But, uh, you know, Benfica will have plenty of options in the offseason. Uh, again, uh, as long as Grimaldo just. Keeps playing the way the level to the level he's been playing lately, man. I don't think any of us Benfica is gonna have a bad word to say about the kid when he walks out the door.
0: Yeah.
1: Next. Step. But is that it, it, just ahead, to play Dave. devil's advocate here? Is that poor uh, financial mismanagement by the club here? Because there, how many transfer seasons have gone by, and we're saying, okay, this is the year. The whole the the biggest rumor for the longest time the, uh Grimaldo going to Napoli. Remember, it was twenty million, twenty million, and now we're gonna let him go for, for for free. We're just going to let him walk. I feel like there's well, a the mischance contract, there. Dave? No, but I, I understand what contract, Dave is saying.
3: You're not understanding what Dave is saying. Not is that they had an opportunity to make some
0: bank off of him. did they? Yes. I don't know, but that's what they were saying. according. Well, the, the rumor was, but the, we don't know if it's true or not, but the rumor was... He was that, going to Barcelona in
3: the offseason, and then Xavi Hernandez so, <laughs> chopped it up.
1: That was this offseason, but... Yes. From two, but three seasons ago, there's always Napoli, been yeah. Grimaldo rumors.
3: Juventus, Napoli, all those. yeah, exactly. So, but look, it is what it is, Dave. I, I, I'm with you. Um, rather make some money off the guys before they walk out the door. But, but if Benfica do go ahead and and, and convert w- this tremendous start that they have had this to this season, they convert it to 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 number thirty-eight it is what it is. I think all of us will accept it for what it is and, and he's gonna be a big contributor uh to, to, to that title and, and we'll just, you know, we'll take the title um as a payment. You know what I'm saying, Dave? Sounds good to me. That's <laughs> good. good. Listen, Alfredo, before before you go on, just not questions, but there's so many. I mean we we love the, the Freddies in the chat. Uh I guess they're talking about you know, Hugo comes in here firing it all. <laughs> but he goes, All the all the good work and the transfer window all gone down the drain we'll, today. We we'll get there, we we'll get there. How can Rico exactly I know where I'm getting ahead? But I guess we'll wait for a little while. But there's so many comments and everybody's really interested in what the hell's going on and what went down yeah. with, with Enzo. They don't really give a crap about the recap of, of, of Pas Freder or Yeah, we'll we'll go through this Eroca thing
0: uh, rather quickly, which uh Aroka happened today, but if he could travel up north Vlacodimus, uh, Ba, Silva, Otamendi, Grimaldo, Tinu and Chiquinho, João Mário, and Auschnes, Gedge, and that is up front. We found out today, the team actually traveled this morning by plane to the north of Portugal to play Roca, and we found out that Enzo was not on the plane, or we, he hadn't even made the, the game roster. So, right off the bat, there, there's, there's all these kind of questions in terms of what's happening with, with Enzo. But also, you know, understanding the way uh, Schmidt operates. It's possible that he was protecting a player. It's possible that he wanted to keep the group focused on on the game and not so much of what was happening with Enzo. And I think that was the best thing that he could have done. Whether the deal went through or not, it was the best thing that he could have done. Protect the team, shelter the team, keep the team focused on the game. Yeah, we saw that. Enzo and Lisbon. That didn't go well against Braga and Migno. And I don't, oh, but I don't he,
3: think they wanted a repeat of that. He,
0: he, he play, right.
3: He, I don't think he wanted – that's what I'm saying. That didn't go well. And this time around, he wanted to protect the team and shelter the team from the nonsense and all the questions that were going on because I think, I think there was an inkling – by the coach and everybody in the club, they had to know that this was coming down. As you mentioned at eleven a.m. I already knew he was out the door. This was, you know, reported the last hour. But come on, man, this these things aren't aren't decided at the last minute. These are things that clubs and in, 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 in the organization and directors they take into consideration. And look, credit to Roger Schmidt for understanding and reading the room. As we mentioned many times, it's important that a coach Reads the room, understands exactly how to motivate his players and how to treat his players and how to get them into the right mindset. And I think he did exactly that. The one thing, though, totally off topic that I found very interesting is that when Mefica goes to play Braga, they take that four-hour bus drive. But this time to go to Roca, they flew.
0: On, they, what they, is it, a they, token they, flight? No, like, they go the they, night before. Okay, fine. But this time they, they flew. they take the bus. So I guess because
3: same day? I guess they wanted to keep everybody in Lisbon because they had to pack last second in order for a move
0: date? It's, it's possible. <laughs> And maybe it, it came down to is like, well, does he travel? Does he not? And, and I hate for, for a, a one player to be the motive of why a team alters their, their traveling plans, right? It should never be like that. But I think that maybe the team did the right thing by doing that, by taking a plane today, uh, getting there, and uh, whether they went to, to, the, to the hotel to eat and then a meal, whatever – but the, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why the team decided to travel today as opposed to when they usually travel the the day before. It probably
3: has to do with the transfer window. The fact that be. at any it moment
0: be. any offer could come in, and we want to well, keep and, the guys close yeah, in order to and, get things and, and done. Think about this: the the word didn't come about Enzo. No, but I'm until not just talking about finished. Enzo. I'm not just talking about Enzo. Talking about everybody Think else. About the timing of all. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, talking about
3: it. the making it. the decision. You asked. You don't know what the reason why was that they flew out today. And I'm saying maybe they wanted to keep everybody close to home in case a you know one of those offers that's too good to refuse comes in, and all of a sudden they gotta scramble to get the guys back home from from up north and whatnot. So no, I get that. It got something to do with that.
0: I get that. Um. So again, Benfica getting on the board early, 25th minute, Joe Mario. Assist from auschness and uh, Benfica was just was just much superior uh, to uh, to Iroca in this game.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, like you said, the, the game at first, it, it wasn't the prettiest game to watch, right? The feel, the, you know, I know some of you got, <laughs> got upset bouncy. with me Very when bouncy. I criticized... Uh, the pitch up in the sorts And now I'm criticizing a pitch in my in my home state, whatever, Avedo. Uh It was terrible pitch conditions. The ball seemed to be bouncing all over the place. You couldn't keep the ball on the ground. Benfica, you know, even though they were dominating possession or weren't really creating much, right? Uh, Benfica was all playing in Oroca's half. But at the end of the day, they found a way to break down the left side. Um, what's his name? Neres was able to, to find... Arsenal's was cutting into the box, Arsenal cuts it across, and, and Joel Mario's been. You talk about another player that's playing to a level that none of us expected this year. Yep. That's Joel Mario. But to me, what was very interesting about this game is if you look at the roster, you know, I, I've seen a lot of comments, and again, I'm not trying to jump ahead, but I've seen a lot of comments on the chat referring to who replaces. Uh, Enzo, and everybody's responding with arson, arsonist, arsonist. But if you look at today, the very first opportunity or or the very first game that Bifigas played without Enzo Perez, and it was Chiquinho that was playing in his role. And to me, the one thing that really boggled my mind is you got Chiquinho playing in his role in the middle alongside Florentino. You got Arsenis on the left, João Mario on the right, and and you got Ned's playing in the middle. And I'm like, what the – Up front. I know it was up front, but he was kind of like that second strike in the middle. And then, you know, I spoke to, to – because I started texting and sending out texts throughout the game. I mean, t- t- this is one of the very few games that I think I spent more time paying attention to my phone than I did to the actual game. But I, I texted a, a, a former Benfica player, former Portuguese international. I said, bro, I don't – and I think I texted you the similar. I said, bro, I, I don't understand what the hell Roger Schmidt's doing. And he said, you know, look, he wants to keep these two guys out wide and he wants to apply high pressure. And, and I think – and I think it kind of worked, right? It was the system that they wanted to pin everybody in. Those guys are better in terms of applying pressure and and really playing the Roger Schmidt style than a Chiquinho is, and maybe we'll see things a little bit different. But I'm just stating that if we are to go by today's game, Chiquinho looks like, and I hope I'm wrong, but Chiquinho, we had a good game. Again, he's had, he's had a pretty good season, let's be fair. He's played pretty well. In, in the limited time that he's playing, I know today he played the full, but in, in the limited, limited time that he's played previous to now and the few appearances, he's actually held his own and he's looked good. And today he looked pretty good. But, again, it's against Monk's. But I'm just stating that if we're going to go by today, maybe Chiquinho is, the, is a replacement.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you look at it, right, and understanding – Uh, You know, from the mindset of Roger Schmidt, right, understanding that he knows that there's an impending deal that's tied up by little details, little minor things, but that there's a good chance that it's going to go through if his idea is that Auschness is the natural replacement for Enzo. Why wouldn't he start him today? Today would have been the day to start Arsonus in that position. Bro,
4: I've complained.
0: I've perhaps com- he's got a, a different role I for I don't know
4: Auschness. about
3: complaints is the right word, but I've mentioned it here guys for the Freddies in the chat that listen to us regularly. I've mentioned I think I mentioned every single week when I see Arsenis playing on the outside. I don't understand why he's not playing in the middle. That's just me. I don't know. To me he's the perfect box to box number 8. I guess Roger Schmidt sees him differently. But now when you get Annette's back on his game you get Rafa back, you get Getz, you get Ramos. I like to think those are the start, the first options to start up top, the starting four up top. And then Tino's going to start. And then it's going to be a coin flip between Arsenis and João Mario. And either one of them is going to have to play the eight. That's how I think Benfica is going to line up. But again, it is a little bit head-scratching, right? When when first opportunity without Enzo, you see Chiquinho yeah. playing there. So yeah. and then look, let's not forget. Then Shaw Droop is going to get involved in this at some time. Uh, wh- what's his name? The guy that gangster. The guy at that- Casper. Casper, that's his name.
0: Casper, thanks, Dad.
3: I'll just stick with Casper. When Casper is going to be an option at some point, so Benfica do have plenty of uh, plenty of other options, and and this is more into the Enzo conversation. But there's just so many players that are still going to have a say. Later on in this season, I think maybe that has a lot to do with the decision-making by Benfica. But, at least for today, João Mario gets on a scoreboard. Not once. But how many times, Alfredo?
0: Twice. Twice.
3: The dude's a scoring machine.
0: Yeah, but how it, many goals it, he got it, on a the year? They, and you also got to look at the he, the involvement of Auschness. Yeah, Auschness. He's Was, involved. He yeah, yeah, made
3: that run through through t- through the box. He's involved. He, he had that, him out, that excellent mm-hmm.
0: uh, on the previous game against Basso Ferreira he had that one two with Gedge, mm-hmm. hits the ball, the goalie saves it. Joe there to clean it up. But he's a guy that's constantly involved he's another guy- in that final third. You no, know, it's a little bit, I'm not comparing the players,
3: but he's a little bit like Gonzalo Ramos, where they don't stop. The guy's always running. He's all over the pitch as well. Yeah. And he gets himself involved in areas that you don't anticipate that his skill set is is you know is gonna get him to that. But his movement gets him to that. And you're like, oh, snap, he's there. Yeah. It's not because of the Jinga, not because of the it's right. just that the guy just doesn't stop working. So look, man, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think Benfica is is is, is you know, has plenty of options. Um they made it work today. Petter Musa, a guy that I often criticize and I still stick by my by my criticism. Um I can't wait to see Casper on the field because I want to see if Casper overtakes him in a pecking order, but nonetheless he comes in.
0: I got a theory gets... about Musa. Okay, go ahead. Uh, no, but go ahead. Finish it up. No, no, it was it. Just that. He My came theory in about Musa is that we don't have anybody in terms of forwards that are, that are Musa style. Meaning, a tall guy, a guy that's going to win head balls. But he's a, not even tall. A guy that. No, he's tall. I think Osar Rams is taller. No, he's tall a guy that's going to I'm sure sorry, the, saw next He's going to be more of a box guy than a guy like Ramos that that drops on ch- in channels, that drops to the outside. I think that Benfica doesn't have uh, a guy like that. And as I'm trying to work this out on why did Araujo go out on loan and Musa stayed is because I think Araujo has a very similar style to Gonzalo Ramos. Araujo? Yeah. I don't Meaning, so. he's a guy that that works a lot, and he's also a guy that's not so much stuck. In, I think in the I box. think
3: Araujo wasn't playing because he he's not like Gonzalo Ramos. I think Araujo wasn't getting many opportunities because he doesn't have that high motor. I think he's a guy that likes the ball at his feet and could create. He's got some jinga, could could make dudes miss. He could go around people, and and I think because he doesn't bring that intensity is the reason why he wasn't playing. Now I think ultimately just my my two cents, right? And Alfredo, and again, you could have your opinion. That's fine. We know we look at the same thing differently. That's that, that's totally understandable. But I think the reason why ultimately he gets loaned out is because why have him on the bench if you're not going to play him? You're stunting his growth. At least let him go out and let him play. And I think that's why if he could try to put in the clause, like he's got to play over 75% of the minutes or games or whatever, which ultimately Wofferson, no, no, no. He's just coming. He's going to play. But if you're going to have him on the bench and you're going to have a guy like Gonzalo Ramos whose motors through the roof, you got a guy like Musa. who's another guy. I don't think he's anything special, but the guy runs around all lot and he pressures a lot, right? You're not going to play this guy. Then you bring in Casper, who, I mean, on YouTube videos we all look great, but I'm assuming he's got that high motor as well. When do you play on a Rouge? You don't. Yeah. So let
0: him go and get some minutes. I get that. I get that. So uh, important win for Benfica uh, up north again. Uh, in a pitch that was uh, very bouncy, the ball bounced around a lot. It was cold, uh, you know. But these are the type of wins, uh, especially in the winter, that uh, that win you championships. And- so we got we got some contradicting some contradicting uh, comments here on the chat. We got the
3: Yogrezo who says he agrees with you. I'm guessing he's he he talking about, about what Aruju. Right? Similar to... Yeah, no, I think Trump. that
0: uh, oh. there's, a, you, there's a bigger distinction between Musa and Ramos than it is between Araujo and Ramos. And our boy Michael Gonçalves from Cantinho Benfica I
3: guess he's done recording his pottings now here. Um, he says, I disagree. Ha, huh. uh, He's a box type of striker. He's not Aroujo a link-up play like Ramos. Yeah. yeah, I think that's right. And then Rating Entertainment says he's a box striker without the physique of a box striker.
0: So, um... Look, it is what it is. Uh, I, the thing is that we haven't seen enough of Araujo to even be able to uh, really peg him for what he is.
3: What, 25 minutes into the pot, and I just dropped the first and only, like, come on, guys, drop it. Oh, yeah. shit. Thanks, thanks. What's he referring to? It, I'm confused. The-
0: no, like, the, like, uh, yeah, like uh, the video. Put it, put a like in the video. We usually don't. Oh boy, hey, bye, everybody. We're, ter- we're terrible at this. Put
3: a like. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram,
0: OnlyFans, everything, bro. OnlyFans. Hey, put um, a like on it. No, because what I wanted to say is like, we very rarely do we come on at nine thirty on a dot. What I was thinking is. Why don't you hit the, the notification bell so like that when we're live you get a little notification? You you don't have to sit here whether wondering whether we're coming at nine thirty, nine forty five, nine fifty seven, whatever it is. Not the important thing is that we're on. But drop a like. Of course. Drop a like and subscribe if you haven't. Hit it right in the bottom here.
3: <laughs> Dave. Stats? Carlos Amaru says Aros, you play like eight minutes total, hard to figure him out. Uh, yeah. Just on that. I get that. I get that. One of the Volodones I don't know. There's like 10 of them on here. It feels <laughs> like at times. True shame on me. I usually like the video right it's, Come on, Nick. Nick. And I'm going to call you out by name because you didn't like it right away. You yeah, like the I, I know think, you.
0: I think that people just get excited just watching us, oh, yeah, and phenomenal. they forget about hitting the like button. They they fall in they love. They were with so
1: the... intrigued of what we had to say today. They forgot to hit the like button, it's but amazing. we got we're up to nine likes now. So um, people are yeah. I, let let me let like me phone. remind
0: uh, let me remind everyone that uh, I will be putting in a link for Zoom. So if you guys want to join us a little later. Uh, and uh, state your opinion. I know that a lot of you
1: guys oh, want yeah. to blow some steam, sharpen. Let's go. Um, Mike, yeah, but you I'll, I'll hop put on, that Mike.
0: Uh, Dave, stats on this game, if you have, so we can move on.
1: Yeah, Chris wanted to know mm-hmm. how many goals uh, Juan Mario has this season. He's up to fourteen now with his brace uh, today. Wow. That um, is scored nuts. 10. Ten in the league, so a lot of these are padded because he is the the club's penalty taker. But the last three, the last two games, he's uh, scored three, not from the uh, penalty spot. Um, he's only two away from Gonzalo Ramos and uh, Fran Navarro for the uh, league leader in goals uh, this season. Uh, and uh, Chris's boy, like we mentioned, Musa returns to the score sheet. His seventh goal of the season. First goal for Musa since uh, November 20th when he scored against uh, Estrella uh, for the Tasa de Liga.
0: Yeah. All right. So now to what everybody wants Winter transfer window. Uh,
3: Sheikh Marcelino says Enrique Rouge is people in Zagi. You need to be fed. Not really one to work or impose his physique. S L B ees better option than Musa to come off the bench, but Roger knows best. Peezy and Braga. Yes, Cindy. Peezy's and Braga. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? The other little guy. The, Apparently,
0: the 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 fan base didn't really want him. The uh, Fox. Yeah, they weren't too happy, bro. And I think they made it. They made. <laughs> they made it be known. Yeah. Uh, let me, um, Dave. You wanna you wanna go through the list? You have the list. I I have the list. I could go through the list.
1: I'm good with whatever.
0: Let Dave All right, Dave, go with the, go the list. Let's go with the, the ins first
1: and then the outs. Ins: Casper, Tankstead uh, for 9.5 million euros. Uh, Sheldrup in for 14 and Gedge in on a loan. And on the outs. And on the outs, Diogo uh, Nzalves to Copenhagen, 2.5 million euro. Helton late out to Turkey on a free. Uh, Henry Cadrujo, like we we're saying, uh, to Watford on a loan. Tomáš Tavares to uh, Spartak Moscow for $3 Juan Vítor to Nantes for uh, for a loan. John Brooks, we made some money off him, of 500000 to Hoffenheim in Germany. Um, Chris's neighbor, Gilles Diaz, to Stuttgart for $2 million. uh Germain Conti. Remember him? He's out on a free to uh, Locomotive Moscow. Uh, and then today, Paulo Bernardo uh, to uh, Paso, Jean Alon. And uh, that other guy who went to uh, London today for $121 yeah. million. You
0: forgot uh, Pinu uh, to Curi- Curitiba and Yoni Gonzalez. Yoni Gonzalez y- went to Porto B. Porto Muniz. Porto Muniz. All right, Enzo, let's, 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 let's address the, the elephant in the room. Uh, so according to what Benfica uh, announced to the CMVM, $121 million Chelsea is going to pay def- the forming fees, you know. Uh, 25% is going to be owed to River Plate. 6.5% Benfica is going to pay in commissions uh, for a total of $82 million that Benfica is going to clear off the deal. Chris, um, we all know that there's a a sporting aspect to it and there's a financial aspect to it, right? Um, I I think that all of us, Benficaistas, wanted Enzo to stay, to finish out the year. Chris, as mentioned here, with Enzo, we're a much better team in the Champions League. Uh, Now, all of a sudden, we lose. What happens to this Benfica team? Do you think that it affects the team? it affects the group it affects the morale
3: <sighs> where to go with this man there's there's so there's many so different much. ways yeah, there's i there's could so go with this i mean does it affect the team i think somewhat it does but at the end of the day roger is going to reel everybody in i think these guys are all professionals these guys have all been around the block once or twice they understand that this is the business of football if you use it as a rally,
1: uh, as a rally cry around the yeah. team right yeah
3: for sure if you're thinking about this through the fans' glasses, it, it, you're, you're coming away with a totally different outlook, with a totally different taste in your mouth than if you're thinking about it from a club's perspective. I, for one, I think I, I, I've said it and i voiced it more than once on the podcast a few weeks ago. I said I thought Benfica should just let him go at the time. Just it is what it is when a player wants out and you have these astronomical numbers being offered to to a club in the Portuguese league, which is a number that no Portuguese club can reject. And there's many clubs throughout world football that can't reject these types of offers. Yeah. I understand uh, the uproar. I understand the displeasure and the fact that Benfica, at the end of the day, did not bring anyone in to replace him. But as I mentioned before, with the arrival, of Getz could play on the wing, could play up top. With the arrival, of Casper... And Shaw uh, Droop, right? Those are guys that Benfica spent a nice penny on and guys that we all hope that they can contribute at some point. Therefore, forces João Mario and forces uh, Arsenal into the middle. Chiquinho is a guy that's proven that he can play at least against these Monk maybe Benfica is a little bit better served than what we all anticipate. Yes, it's not Enzo Fernandes. Um, I think we'd all love to have Enzo, at least for the remaining of the season, but it's a risk that Benfica cannot take. They had to take this money. It's eighty-two million in their pocket it's That's crazy today. money, man. And this is eighty-two million dollar pro- eighty-two million euro profit on a s- not even six months. Because if you take away the two months that he was at the World Cup, right, month and a half or whatever, you're talking about a player that was here for four months and they made eighty-two million bu- bucks.
0: That's crazy, man. It- it
3: just, it's just—it's a tremendous business deal. As a fan, you don't like it. As a fan. I understand the criticism, and as I stated before, I'll say it again. I said it on this podcast weeks ago that Benfica says just get it over and done with because it's going to happen. I understand the fans saying why wasn't Benfica prepared if they knew they ultimately could not reject such a deal. I get that totally, man. I'm I'm a a fan at the end of the day, okay? First and foremost, I'm a fan. I totally understand that, and it does upset me, but I'm trying to look at it through – a Portuguese club's glasses. I'm trying to look at it through a, a director's glasses. These are business deals that, to a fan, may not make sense. It will definitely will not please us, but to the club, man, it's it's it would be very irresponsible to be brutally honest with you guys. And I know majority of you will not like this response, but it will be criminal and irresponsible for Benfica to turn down such an offer because this could really balance the books. And maybe, just maybe, you know, Benfica still holds on, wins the Campeonato, and, and maybe they spend a lot of that mula because they will be getting some more from Champions League participation and probably another player will leave in the summer. And then they are really strengthen their, their roster next year and they'll even have a better team. But I understand everybody's displeasure, man. It's, it's a bittersweet moment. It leaves a sour taste in the mouth. It's as if, and I asked Hugo this because Hugo's been hooting and hollering all day, calling me for updates and, and yelling, there's got to be someone coming in. And, you know, obviously all of us feel the same way. But as I mentioned to you, what I'm going to ask you guys here on the podcast, Dave, and the Freddies, feel free to chat, please. Please, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we love your participation. i uh, the a
0: link uh, yeah. very soon.
3: The question I have for you guys is this.
0: Let's say Enzo. Yeah, don't, don't ask the question yet. We'll, we'll wait for them but to no, be You to ask the question. No, I could live. ask it
3: now, and then they could then they could just comment on it, right? And they come in if they want to touch on it or not. But I want to know your feelings and Dave's feelings. Let's say Enzo Fernandez Benfica Benfica agrees to sell Enzo January seventeenth, right? And now it's January twenty second and twenty third, and you still get the arrivals of Casper, Droop and then the next day you get get. Do you still look at this as a window that Benfica didn't bring anybody in? Do you still look at it with the same eye, the same look that you're giving it now as, as look, Benfica sold a guy at the, at the 11th hour and they didn't bring anybody in? So the question is, if Benfica sold him the 17th and brought in those same three signings three days later, would you still feel the same way?
1: Was the, was the clause triggered? No, same that's, exact deal, Dave. Same that's exact that's what's holding me up. That's that's yeah, what's it, pissing me off ab- about this is ahead, that Rui Costa has been coming in, uh, in front of the cameras, is trigger the clause or you're not getting the player. And now, I mean, I, I'm hearing mixed messaging. One, it's installments, but Benfica is getting that money up front by a third party right. uh, a, it, financing it, yeah. group, and, and Chelsea's making the payments to that third fo- right. third uh, party, but. That's what really bugged me the most is that if this is truly an installment deal and that the clause wasn't triggered, that makes Benfica and that look makes Rui Costa look weak because that means any other shark that comes around next time they know that ah uh, they they'll they'll say trigger the clause but really at the end of the day they're gonna they're gonna fold at the last minute right so that that's what triggers me the most here is that we we stood firm right up until. The last minute and if indeed it wasn't a uh, clause that was triggered and it ended up being by installments then one that makes us look weak and if you want to say that we had no time to go and sign a replacement you can make that argument as well but what what really pisses me off is that we stood uh firm with this trigger the clause trigger the clause and then at the last minute we uh we folded so uh, I'm really interested yeah, the, to see the, how Ruiz was triggered. Rui cost Dave. It.
3: But Dave, Dave, here's the thing, Dave. Dave.
1: Was it triggered? Like I'm hearing mixed things. Yeah, uh, the clause uh, was on, triggered. On...
0: 121 okay. million.
1: It was so triggered. if it was triggered, then that's that. Nothing we can do at that point. No. If, no. If I, it, I, I think the if that's biggest the case, thing then was there's nothing the, we can do. Yeah,
0: there was the biggest thing was the installments, and Roger Schmidt said the same thing, right? Uh, and he said Befica is much bigger than one player. Uh, And if a player is not happy to be here, I only want players that want to be here. That's what he said. Here's the thing. I I think a lot of us,
3: again, as I mentioned before, and and I'm trying to be calm here because I don't want... open this up to the Freddies. I don't want anyone to get get the wrong idea and get offended. But guys, please, please, for one second, one quick thing. You too, Dave. You know I love you. Stop looking at this through the fans' eyes, right? You have to really look at this and be smart about the whole situation. So, Benfica... Trying to do, I mean, this is called negotiations one on one. You hold out, you play, give them that poker face, you don't give away an inch. I'm sticking to this, I'm sticking to this, and I'm sticking. What was being, I mean, what do you guys think Benfica was going to say two weeks ago? Yeah, you know, we're going to play tough, but at the end of the day, we're really going to let them go for 115, guys, or 90 or eight. Benfica's going to say all the right things publicly because they will try to maximize their value, they'll try to maximize their return profit. And that's exactly what they've done. Now, you might not like the way that they did, and I understand that. I think I've clearly stated it multiple times in the last few minutes that, look, at the end of the day, Benfica, guys, please, bro, it pains me to say this from the bottom of my heart, as painful as it is to say, we are a selling club. We are a selling league And I understand our finances might be a little bit better today than they were. Oh, not today. I'm just worried this year than they were last season, right? But at the end of the day, we're still a club that relies on selling players. And until... The world governing body of football changes some rules in, in terms of TV revenue and and how much money Portuguese teams make. The cheap Champions League, if it's equal to English Premier League and all the other leagues, you know, ahead of us in the top five, Benfica's going to depend on selling players. And bro, they were going to negotiate publicly in a public market that we're not going to move away from the 120 release clause, right? And at the end of the day, they came in, whether they triggered it, they didn't trigger. Benfica's going to wind up getting the maximum, which was a, a deal of 121, minus the 25% to River Plate, minus the 6.5%, six, six which that's the one part I really wanted to go about, but okay. I left it okay. alone. I don't understand why Benfica really needs to pay commission in this half because at the end of the day, Chelsea's the one that needed everything done for them because Benfica, again, if they were quote-unquote holding tight and standing by the 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 and hanging on to the release clause being triggered, Benfica really didn't need anybody working on their behalf and intermediating on their behalf. So I don't understand that part of it. But that's another conversation for another day. Now it just is what it is. Portuguese clubs and Benfica are selling clubs. And here's the thing. Here's the other thing that you guys anybody
1: that's not a prim, if you're not in the Premier League these days, it seems or like or you're Barcelona, Real Club. Madrid, like, a, and Bar Munich. Everybody a, else has to sell. Everybody That's herself. a that's a different uh topic for another day. Yeah, that's but. another topic for another day. And then here's the
3: thing everybody's assuming that, like I seen somebody mention here a little while ago. I read, I forget who it is, guys. Sorry, because good job to you guys. A lot of you coming in with comments, but somebody mentioned about Benfica to make some extra money, yada, yada, yada. Look, if Benfica handles their business and beats Club Bruges, I think Benfica could be Bruges with or without Enzo. Yeah. And let's say, go. and let's say then they draw a Real Madrid. A Man City, a Bayern Munich, one of these a PSG again, right? One of these sharks. I understand you might like it. And I might. We all like our chances better with the Enzo on the field. But 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 realistically, odds are we're probably gonna get eliminated there in two. Right. So it is what so like to go on, hold on to Enzo, reject 120, to go and lose in the next round, regardless, might as well get the one twenty because nothing in the world of football is guaranteed. And it pains me to say this, guys. Trust me.
1: I wish I would have kept Enzo.
3: But it just—it just, it just yeah. the land it that is of the lake. Out of our hands, it
1: is what it is, man.
0: It's out of our hands.
3: That
1: guy, that guy deserves the biggest trampoline sponsorship uh. deal in the the history of trampoline. But bro, but but Dave signed
0: a contract for for eight. eight
1: did he not half call years?
0: it, Dave? Did he?
3: I told. He what did it, I tell you a couple weeks he on pocket? But
1: and then after the whole fiasco at the beginning of the month, where he missed missed training and tried to force a move, then and then comes next game scores beats on beats on the uh the crest and then he ends up pulling this shit right at the end that guy there's there's players that come through the club and you still want to see them have success once they leave the club this guy he can go fuck himself i've got no emotional uh attachment to this yeah. guy look Burn I, I, in Hell
0: i think at the end of the day you know there's no more loyalty that's what it is um
4: cindy so's ass S- really S- quick
0: just really quick Before you go to Cindy, I'm going to post the the link on the chat for Zoom. All right. If you decide to join us and we encourage you to join us, you'll have two minutes, three minutes to speak your mind. But only sound. No camera. Everybody's allowed to come on but Diogo (laughs) Reyes.
3: Diogo can't come on because he's talking about signing Tiago Tiago Dantas and Guga. Diogo wants to finish in third place. But uh, no, feel no free to join out. us. Cindy asked if Benfica does not wind up winning the title this season, who's to blame? It's real simple. It's Rui Costa, the first. one. Yeah. that's my man, my idol, whatever the whole nine. But again, he's my idol as a footballer, as as, as a director, president. We gotta judge him separately. But at the end of the day, he's the guy responsible for. It. If this ship sinks, he's the one that ultimately press accept. Regardless of everything I just said in, in regards to not turning down 120, bah, 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 bah. all that stuff goes down the drain, okay? He's responsible. Roger Schmidt will be on that list, but he's the, uh, the guy that ultimately has to take the darts in the back.
0: Hugo wants to join us.
1: Hey, Pa, who's this guy? <laughs> Did he get a microphone?
0: No, he's cheap. Hey, Pa, hey, these are guys, no video. So he puts on the video. Turn off the video, Pa. There you go. Or else are going to kick Dave out? Can you hear us? No, now he disconnected. Amateurs. Amateurs. That's what it is. All right, next, next <laughs> Next up. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next in line? Where are you calling from? Uh, no, what were, what were you saying now, Dave? Yeah, if you join us, it has to be <laughs> don't turn on don't turn on your camera or turn off your <laughs> camera before you join us because you'll end up kicking Dave off the screen there. Yogu says I don't have Zoom, you're lucky. I guess he's 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 referring to Yo give us give us your number. I'll give you a call, man we going to call him we're going to call you Di- we're going to call you Diog- diogo uh well you can't do it you can't put 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 his number oh here you go two people here we go all oh right. man these guys are lining up all right so uh oh it's still you twice all right all right let's see if we could get you on hey who's on the line you was just you was just here where are you calling from where's here. our producer he's joining. our producers
3: joining. in the chat talking about i i, I agree with dave Joining, Dave did his dirty, uh, Dave, Enzo did his dirty from the beginning.
0: Okay, Hugo is here. And he's back oh, on camera. With the camera. This Shut guy, this got guy. Camera pa. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, bro, turn off your camera. What, oh, where oh, where oh, are you calling oh. from? Yeah, where <laughs> are you calling from? What's your name? Where are you calling my, from? My
4: basement.
3: <laughs> hey, pray. It's a camera, pal. I mean, at this point, dude, just grow with it, man. Just, 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 just say, go with yeah. It. We
0: can hear you. We can hear you, bro. It's not we about the. Rather hear- not see you. But go ahead. Go ahead. You go. Go ahead. <laughs>
4: Question. I
0: missed the question. No, the question. Uh, there's no question. There's no question. I'm giving a floor. The floor is yours. Let's
3: let's yeah. let's let's hear you say, bro. What you got to whole- say? Yo, by the way, you're ready. 110 seconds into your two minutes,
4: so hurry up. What I have to say is that the transfer window was a success up until today. I think it's unacceptable the way it turned out. I I um I'm okay with Rui Costa. Uh, if I was in his shoes, I should say, I think at the end of the day, I think most of us would have probably done what he did at the end of the day. If you have a player pressuring to exit, you also don't want a bad apple left in the locker room for the rest of the season. There's a lot of trophies on the line. So I'm okay with him leaving. Uh, what I'm not okay is with a replacement, not having been brought in that, that to me is unacceptable. Um, I think that sends a, a horrible message to your fan base, sends a horrible message to the coach. Who's done an incredible job and to the locker room as well. Chris, we've spoken about it during the month of January, right? Like what type of message would it send now to let Enzo go now that we've been preaching, um, you know, success all season as we should, this club should always preach success. I just, I, I, I do not like to the way today went, went down man. it, it leaves a sour, sour taste in my mouth.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I I agree with you, uh, Hugo. I agree with you because uh yeah, there was there was there was clearly um something going on with with this with this Benfica, right? Um you know, what what we're building, you know, having having Roger Schmidt come in with a new mentality, even the the acquisitions that we've made I've been very good. Have been with the intent of benefiting the team and not so much uh, agents' pockets and and people that are gaining on the commission's pocket. So def- there's definitely something that's going on here in terms of Benfica, in terms of the direction that the club is going in, uh, right? Uh, I think as a fan, we all we it's the age-old uh, question of you know br- even bringing players from from the youth uh, theme that are that are really good players and then not even have him play a whole year for us and getting moved on. So I get all of that. To me, and, and I think that I agree with you, and I saw you typing on a, on the chat earlier, is that the fact that I, I thought that the team could have prepared a little better for this, and they didn't.
4: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly my sentiment. Um, again, it's just that it, it leaves a bit – you know what's what's weird, guys. It's could uh, played today. Benfica won. Benfica extended the, the the lead in the league table, albeit we have two games more than our rivals. But it it almost feels like a like a day where there's a loss involved. I don't know if you guys feel that way or not. It's just a weird feeling the way today transpired. Um, just leaves a very very sour taste in your mouth. Um, that's that. Those are my those are my sentiments. And just to clarify. Uh, couple of the of the, the people in the chat. Uh, what I was saying earlier, and again, this is being reported by all major uh, outlets in Portugal, is that Benfica is getting that cash up front. Chelsea is the one that's going to be funding that third party in installments. Yep. Um, obviously, again, we know how the press is. Some press is true, some press isn't. That's what I heard um, leading to the final minutes of the deadline, um, is that Benfica will be getting all of this cash up front
0: yeah so yeah, we'll see We'll see but
4: uh, yeah, we don't definitely... have
1: to pay uh, Enzo that two million loyalty bonus, right?
4: Um, no, no, apparently we don't and and we also a lot of people out there saying that we paid we did not pay 18 for Enzo because half of his objectives were not triggered because of he didn't play enough games. so I believe the final fee is 14 million.
0: you know what that's probably uh not a bad deal. It's not no, a bad deal that we, we don't we don't have to we don't have to pay that extra money, uh, especially on the incentives if there was uh I know that he I think he hit one of the incentives if I'm not mistaken. But there was some other ones that he didn't hit, so I get that.
4: He hit a couple. He hit a couple of them. I think we we're on the hook for four more million. Right. Uh, but the other four million he you know, he didn't play no All right.
0: So so Yuga, what's your what's your outlook for the rest of the season and who do you think uh is the natural substitute for Auschness. I mean, for Auschness, <laughs> for Enzo. <laughs> you said you said you it.
4: Go. I think I think uh, slots into that role. My concern is if there's an injury or a knock, um, you know, the squad now is is, is the depth isn't enough. And uh, I agree with with what Chris and you guys were saying earlier that Chikin, to his credit, has had a decent season. You know, Roger Schmidt has pretty much turned his career around at Benfica, at least. Uh, but, again, uh, is that going to leave us confident enough that if there's an injury, you know, Shaquin can take over? I don't think so. I think domestically, the squad is enough. I think we have a, a, a pretty good cushion. Hopefully, uh, the cushion gets bigger, you know, if our rivals draw points, which we all hope they will. I just look at it. I think, uh, again, we all had a little, little bit of aspirations in the Champions League. I mean, Chris raised a good point. If we kept Enzo and now we draw, let's say we get past Bruges, and we draw Madrid or a city, even with Enzo, I mean, our chances are slim. But the point is that our European campaign this year was much more uh, Benfica-like. You know, it's the Benfica that least. we've all won. Sorry?
0: Consistent, for sure.
4: Correct, correct. This European campaign is what is what we want to see from Benfica. And I think us, we all had a little bit of a glimmer of hope that, you know, maybe we can achieve a semifinal. Maybe even, you know, who knows, a final. Um, so that's that my disappointment comes more i think internationally our squad now is is short to to really pull anything crazy in in the in the uCL
0: yeah i agree there was something that we said here was the fact that we needed a matador to have that edge um in the champions league and we really didn't bring anyone even though the shell group is out there and uh casper is out there but we we don't know what these guys are capable of but i thought that enzo at least from a defensive standpoint or at least from a player that can balance a, a, a team um i mean that that's going to be a huge miss so but we'll see and roger we trust right
4: definitely roger roger's been fantastic so far yep. and i hope he continues i don't voilà. hey i'm gonna give up i'm gonna give up my antenna time to somebody else
0: all right Who else thanks
4: guys
0: You. Who else wants to come in? Um, posting the link again. You guys are all shy. Carlos, come on, Carlos, let's go. Cristiano wants to talk to everyone. I, what, what you I know you just, got uh,
1: a lot right of the freddies in the chat were disappointed that no uh, replacements were signed, but yeah, I think we that's my ba- this- my
0: biggest thing about it about the whole deal. And there was and some. And I we
1: were men- we were mentioning this beforehand, and I just googled it as well. For the Champions League registration, there's rules that you can only register a maximum of three new eligible players before the knockout round. So if we've already got Casper, Sheldrup, Gedge, and I think this is going to be what happens with Chelsea, or Ch- Chelsea is going to have to leave some of these new signings out of their... their uh, their Champions League squad going forward because you can only register three new players going into the new uh, rock, uh, knockout runs of the Champions League.
0: Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I think that's... And there was a rumor today. There was some some, some, some pieces of news in the ball, I think, that Benfica was interested in, uh, in a young uh, midfielder from Boca, Varela. Yeah, 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 yeah. But
3: that's something that's they're gonna be uh, lining up
0: for the for the for the yeah, summer. But I just wanted
3: to answer something to, to Tiago Ferreira, who's talking about that the the transfer window still open in Portugal until the second. And I just wanted to reaffirm that no, no, no it closed no, today, I, January thirty first. Yeah, it's there's um, there's different in Turkey. It closes January eighth, uh, on January. I'm sorry, February. There's different um countries that have different, but 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 Portugal aligns with the rest of uh, the major. Uh, countries and in, in, in they can football.
1: they could still sell but they can't buy yeah but anybody because we always sell. ran into this this issue where afterwards the russian clubs would come in and buy one of our players or the turkish clubs but we can no longer buy but we can yeah yeah but somebody's but got Dave, money you there. could always
3: sell yeah you can always sell yeah. to different to different uh whatever uh leagues i guess yeah. the Concacaf's the asia whatever you could always sell selling is anybody could sell but it's about Bringing in the player, um, there's certain countries and that are already closed, and and obviously Portugal is uh, one of those that aligns with England, Germany, Italy, France, all the major, uh, Spain, yeah. all the major countries. There.
0: I'm actually looking at a memo from the Liga Portugal. That states what day is the last Yeah, no, time. I'm
3: looking at it right now, too. I, just, yeah, I mean, 30, I, I was pretty certain, versions. but I had to confirm. Now, the biggest question I got is what's up with all these guys in the chat? Everybody got a lot to say. She, they're well, all in bed.
0: Nobody. Uh, they're like freaking Veloc. Nobody, go to to bed to at um, nobody wants to join here. Nobody wants to wake her. up
1: their wife at uh yeah, Everybody's at in this bed. Hour. Carlos
0: is in bed. The Velodão brothers are in bed. What's going on, man? You guys go to bed this early? It's like, uh, you know, it's like Veloc. Veloc go to bed early. Come on, man. But anyway, um, if you don't want to join us, that's fine. Maybe for another time. Uh, but yeah, they'll, they'll, I'm going to put the link one more time just in case somebody gets brave. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Whatever it, you do, don't do like Hugo. Don't turn on your camera only to just point it at your ceiling then. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah if you're going to turn it on, get, you, get your beautiful face in the camera.
0: Not, not only did he knock out Dave off the picture, but yeah. all we, we looked at it, his basement ceiling. Beautiful. The whole time. <laughs> beautiful ceiling. That's the whole phenomenal. time. Yep. It's great stuff, Hugo. Great stuff. Very no, proud. but thanks, Hugo, for for joining us.
3: Yeah, but Alfredo, man, look, it's as I mentioned before, it's it's bittersweet. It's another one of those crazy deals. I mean, it's the most expensive transfer in the history of English Premier League, breaking uh, Grealish from Aston Villa, I believe. Um, yeah. And, and so, you know, in, in terms of balancing the books, in terms of finances, it's it's terrific, but it, it does leave a sour taste in your mouth. You really. Uh, saw this team throughout the season play lights-out football in particular before um, the World Cup break. If you guys recall, man, we were hitting on all cylinders. And, um, you know, we haven't really played up to that level since we've returned. But nonetheless, we knew it was there. Uh, we knew the potential was there. We we saw what Enzo did against the PSGs, the, the, the Juventus of this world, and and everybody else we played throughout the season. And, and, and it was just, you know, it, it, it was one of those moments we wanted to see him finish out the season because we wanted to really witness um, this team together and playing at the same level throughout these knockout stages here in the Champions League. But unfortunately, we can't see it. But you know what, man? Listen, there we, go. we love this club because of Benfica. You know, it's about Benfica. It's not about any one player. I'm the biggest Rikos the fan, and he left my club, and my and my love for my club didn't, didn't change. And so we just have to, to move on and, and, you know, and look for bu- brighter days ahead. Right, Bruno is here. Bruno.
2: Hey, how are you going, guys? Good, Bruno, man. How okay. are you, man? <laughs> Calling from a uh, nice and cold Montreal from Canada.
0: Oh, ah, nice. There we go. Yeah, let's nice. go, Rangers. Mont- Get the Canadians. Mont- Montreal representing. How are you, man? <laughs> What's on your mind?
2: How's it going? i a bit different, disappointed with answer, but listen, we can't. we couldn't say no. I heard they saying it was the highest um, transfer all time on Premiership. Yeah. And Bifica did it. So, uh, how could we say no? Yeah. And um, I think CMTV was saying that uh, at some point, Enzo had the chance of uh, staying, make the deal, and still stay in Lisbon. They didn't want to. That's why um, Roger Smith was a bit upset And uh, at the end of the game. I don't know if that's true I or was not. Told, but that's what Bruno,
3: think. I-, I was told the same thing. Uh, via text message from someone in Portugal. I was told that same exact thing even before the game was, was done, that Enzo had the option of staying until the end of the season that he opted not to. Yeah. But now, I mean, look, I, I believe that person that tells me that. But at the end of the day, man, we've seen Sam TV. We've seen the journalists in Portugal making a bigger meal out of this than what it really is to bring some drama to yeah. it. Yeah. I guess, you know, until we get some parties to confirm it, it's, look, we'll take it for what it is. And if it is true that he rejected the state to the end of the season, which I was told he's still upset at Rui Costa for not accepting the deal in the first place. And that's why he rejected it. That's why he said, no, I want out now. And if that is the case, man, it's definitely not a good look on Enzo. But I think all of us at this point are ready to turn the page. I mean, Enzo to us, epa, morreu, acabó.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's it. If you want to stay, that's it. We can't believe. Uh, to me, I only watch Benfica TV because all these guys are anti basicistas anywhere. Yeah, I was watching a uh, Sunday at the the futsal women and guys, and these guys on um, Eleven Channel Eleven oh, or RTP, they're all against Benfica. Like mm-hmm. they were really sad Benfica was winning. So. Yeah. Don't listen to anyone, just Benfica TV, and that's yeah. it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, when, when Benfica is in first... Nah, uh, Bruno,
3: I disagree. Don't listen to anyone. Just listen to Benfica podcast. <laughs> there
0: you go. <laughs> no, yeah, when Benfica is in first, it bothers a lot of people, right? And I'm sure that our, our opponents are rubbing their hands that we lost, arguably, our best player, right? So they have to be encouraged by everything, but on top of it, now they throw in these things to destabilize the group, and we all know that this group is is pretty strong.
2: Yeah, I just have the feeling like today, like the other guy said, it's like a bit of a loss. I just, I kind of have like a feeling of there's kind of we lost the brains of the team, something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I need someone like the, the the chief, the boss, in there. Yeah. I don't know if Hanzo was it, but. Uh, Hey Chikini was had a pretty, uh, pretty good game today. with Arsenal awesome, was good. Maybe the two Nordish guys were were be good in front. So who knows.
0: Yeah. Now we'll shall see. Like like I said, in and, and Roger we trust. <laughs> and I'm really looking forward to
2: beat these guys the the Bruges and then meet Chelsea and uh, eliminate Chelsea.
0: Yeah, that would be great, man.
3: That would yeah, be great <laughs> story. I take a 4 to 3 victory. In the second game, with, with with Felix scoring three goals, but we still advance, I think that would be a perfect world. And Enzo so scored four? slapped around. Yeah, 4-3. That's the thing. We win 4-3. scores three. I don't care who scores. <laughs> Chiquinho can score all four for all I care. <laughs> Good. Bruno,
0: thanks for, for joining us, man. Appreciate thanks it, Bruno. For voicing your opinion. Thank you for listening, man. Take,
2: t- take care, guys. Stay warm on this winter. Go Carrega, Benfica. Carrega.
3: Carrega. Just wanted to, to give a shout-out to Raining Entertainment. I'm sorry I didn't catch this before, but Raining said I broke my leg and I've been stuck in bed for a couple months now. So, man, listen, Speedy Recovery, bro. Um, Anything you need from us, don't hit us up because we're not going to be able to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice.
3: <laughs> no, nah, but all jokes aside, man, look, Speedy Recovery, best best wishes to you, Well,
0: it, Yeah, the most we can, uh, we can hope is that our podcast serves us entertainment for you while you have your leg in the cast so anyway on to next topic Casapia is up next what's Casa By up? The way, we can just anybody wants to come on hit the link just let us know come on come on hop on people up 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 on. Up, up on hop up on hop on hop on hop on yeah so uh up uh Casapia Casa at study Luz on saturday 6 p.m uh, local time what's Casapia up to dave
1: this uh this season they're they're kinda I was surprised when I was looking into this. They're the Cinderella story of this season. They're up in uh fifth place with uh thirty points from nine wins, three draws, uh six defeats at the uh moment. So the, for a team that's just coming up from the second division, really uh doing well here um in the uh the first half of the season. Um historically against Casapia twenty-six wins, seven draws, five losses. And uh, the earlier meeting uh, this, uh, this season, uh 1-0 um, uh, victory here for Benfica with uh, the goal coming from Gonzalo Ramos.
0: Yeah, I remember uh, that uh, Goodwin guy giving us all kinds of trouble in that first game. Uh, but, yeah, you know, actually they have a very good record away from their stadium. Uh, five wins, one tie, and two two losses. Yeah, but have they played that side of the lose yet? They have not. Okay. But at least they they've played the the whole first round already, and I, I mean that's not a bad showing. But they have done they have done well they have done well for themselves. What do you think, Cristiano? You think that uh, now that the transfer window is behind us, you know what I us, think, Alfredo? I, the team is focused. I think that come
3: Saturday, the style of the lose is going to be alive and vibrant. I think the outpour of support from the fans is going to be one of those moments that we're not going to forget for a while because I think they're going to want to show these guys, at least I hope so, right? At least I hope that these guys show up and show the ones that stayed, the ones that are here, that this club is behind them at all costs. so Yeah, I hope that, I understand, I've seen through Twitter and stuff and a lot of guys here, the Freddies on our chat, you know, displeased and upset with the way that this went down on in the final hour. But at the end of the day, man, we got to put that behind us. That's something that we can talk about in the summer right now. It's support this club. Be there. Show these guys that, you know, we appreciate them. We appreciate their hard work. And, and that, you know, we look forward to, to the rest of the season and supporting these boys and having these boys playing to the best of their ability.
0: I think so. I think that now that the transfer window is closed too and uh, we cleaned up uh, a little bit of our roster, that I think that the focus is back on, you know, Doing the best you can to win the championship, and it's one game at a time, uh, and there's a lot of games that come up. And before
3: we go, before we go, Fred, I don't know if you're looking to wrap this up, but I just had to mention: this, Carlos, uh, the tour, the gynecologist, Carlos Amaro, says, "Love how Roger shuts down any potential destabilizing oh, yeah. situation immediately." And look, man, Roger, I think who was it? I don't know if it was Ana. On, somebody on Twitter mentioned that Roger should be getting paid double because the guy works. Does a phenomenal job as a coach and as a um, public relation. The dude is really the guy that comes out, shows his face, and sticks out his neck for this club. We've seen it with the Enzo situation when he's, you know, obviously we don't know if, if he meant it or not, but, you know, telling Chelsea we're not selling yeah. uh, unless it's 120. Um, the guy is really giving his face uh, and it pumped his chest for, for to defend this club at all costs. So. Credit to him, and yeah. uh, I think it's a good point uh, by by Carlos.
0: Yeah, but it'll be a tough game uh, at Casa, uh, against Casapi as Nelson Carvalho says. Uh, they're they're really uh, tough to break down. Yeah, they've they've been the uh, Cinderella team of this uh, of this team of the um, season. Of the season. They've,
1: they've tied Porto and they've beaten Braga so far through the the first half of the uh, the season here. So um, not yeah. going to be an easy test, but it's going to be good to be back home. These last three games have been on the road, so. Back at the Estadio de Luz, get that light show going before the game, get the, <laughs> the fans pumped up. And I think I think if there's ever gonna be a game where we score those four or five nothing score lines that you guys have been predicting these last couple of weeks, I think Saturday might uh might show that there.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm just hoping that the uh the crowd will show up, the crowd will be behind the team, behind Roger Schmidt. Behind Rui Costa, and look, I, I know that there's a lot of people upset right now about you know what has gone on and with what Costa, But look, at the end of the day, and as Chris says, you you take you take away your, your red tinted glasses and look, this is an, an amazing piece of business. It sucks losing a player that's so f- so so crucial and such a nuclear piece to to this team. But uh, you know, it, it's it's very hard to pass up. Uh, February. Uh, five games in February. First one is in Casa Pia, that's home. Uh, then on the 9th, we go up to the Pedreira to play Braga for the Portuguese Cup. On the 15th, we go to Belgium to play uh, Club Bruges and the uh, first game of the knockout stages of the Champions League. Uh, then we're back in Portugal at Estádio on the 20th to play against Boa Vista. And we cap off the month of February on the 25th with a trip uh, to Vizela. Uh, so a, a very um, a very busy February month for Benfica. Crucial games, uh, Tass de Portugal games, Champions League away game is always an interesting fixture, especially in the knockout stages. So uh, uh, Benfica definitely has uh, their work cut out for them. But uh, as I mentioned, hopefully with this. Uh, winter transfer season being over, the team can now focus and not have as many distractions that they've had this this whole uh, month of January, especially with the guys going out, guys trying to define the situations. Uh, you know, the Gilles, Gilles Diaz of the world, the Ugarouge. Uh, the Ugarouge, why did I say Ugarouge? Um, you know, all of those guys defining the situations, Elton Milk, also going, you know, the Paul Bernardo, all those guys, you know, I think that uh, a lot of those guys, you know, are, are a little bit of a, of a morale come down, if you will, because, you know, obviously they're they're not happy with their current situation. So it's good. It was good that uh, we cleaned house, uh, that we got rid of some dead weight, uh, and now I just look forward, man. Look forward and, and go. Look forward and go. Chris, final thoughts before we go. You've had a long day? Many phone calls?
3: My mic's muted. I've had a long day, man. I'm just, it is what it is, man. Just ready to put it behind us. Yeah, it sucks that Enzo's not here. Wait, carry on, stop babe. with that guy. He's done. That's yeah. it. Arriba
1: der. That's
0: it. I care as much about Enzo as I care about a Darwin. Darwin. I care much, as much about Enzo as I care about Darwin.
3: Darwin you still got to care about because there's still another $25 million at stake. <laughs> so you want to open, he triggers it. Enzo,
0: it's But I mean, once those guys leave Benfica, man, I mean, there's no, for me, there's no... now. Nah, there's guys I root. There's I mean, no emotional jo- Joan, Joan Felix is, di- is I root different. for Joan, I, I, my boy it's, Jetson, I still I, I root think for. There's plenty of guys I root for. I think that the thing with Joan Felix is like if you're a football fan... You can't help but enjoy watching Felix because he's so elegant with, with the ball at his feet, and he's he's a good player. So I think I'll watch my fair share of, uh, of Chelsea games because he's on there, just like I watched Madrid's games w- when he was on there. But not that I fancy the team, but certainly because, you know, I, I like to watch him play. Yep. Anyway, let's get out of here. I want to thank all the Freddies for, for joining us, uh, Hugo and Bruno for coming on. Uh, everyone else going to bed early. Good for you. Hope you're nice and warm. Hope. hope uh, nice and rested.
3: What I hope is that Rafa and Ramos are back on Saturday. That's what I'm hoping for. Nah,
1: no, so, even if they skip out on they, Saturday, we want them for that Braga Yeah, game. but Dave, uh, what...
3: look, the important thing is to have these guys, though. You you can't drop points. You know, if God forbid you draw this game at home with Enzo's departure, the negativity is going to set in, man. We It's important. It's imperative that... We come away with the three points, and, and to me, that's you know, again, the game and the points. It's more important, you know. And then you, everything else. Each game, what, what is it, Dave? The most important game is the next one. Yeah, you know what
0: I'm exactly saying. That's exactly right. So that's exactly right. All right, everyone, thanks for uh, for joining us, and thanks for, yep. for keeping the chat alive. There, we know that uh, we appreciate you. Love you guys as always. Later, Dave. Ciao. Thanks for for changing your mind, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> later, date, later, later, guys.